what do you know, it's Thursday, and your favorite girls are back. Ooh, that was cute. <laughs> that was cute, that actually. Came up with that on the fly. So. Wow. Just really selling yourself out here. <laughs> well, welcome back to Beauty and the Bod. We are so excited. I am, like, have anxiety about today's episode. <laughs> I'm just, like, preparing myself to cry. Ooh, yeah, let's cry. I could use a good cry. <laughs> All right, so we have to be each other's, like, um, subtitles, so, like, you have to say... Loren's crying Lorenz as I'm crying to let everyone know. Okay, cool. I'll make sure. I know you're going to cry first, so I'll make sure I let everybody know. Yes. Okay. Um, today we are talking, um, this, or I should say this episode is going to be titled, To All the Boys We've Ever Loved. <gasps> Woof. Doesn't that just like immediately pull on your heartstrings? It does. Did you ever see the movie? I did. I love the movie. Oh my god, they're so cute. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but we're going to be talking about those pesky little ex-boyfriends of ours, and we're going to be getting into some of the nitty-gritties of what went wrong, what we learned, and I kind of want to do, what would what would you say to them now if you could? I have oh. choice words for some of them. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm like, I'm nervous for that part. Okay. I don't know. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for this episode. I think this is, um, I'm excited to talk about the takeaways. I'm really yeah, excited yeah. to talk about what we learned. Yeah, because that's literally the only good part of breakups is the stuff you learn. Oh, of course. Every other part is just, like, horrible and heart-wrenching. Yeah, no one's like, I'm so glad I had anxiety and couldn't eat for two days. Or Actually, I'm, a a, I'm a little excited about that. <laughs> but um, unhealthy, unhealthy. Yeah, that is sure. unhealthy. Um, we'll acknowledge that later. We'll talk about that later. For sure. Um, well, before we get started, tell me a good word. A good word. Honestly, it's pretty simple uh, today. I'm just really happy that everyone in my family is... Healthy, doing well. Yeah. yeah, I'm just, I don't so know why. Sweet. I was on a big family thing this morning, and I just, I'm happy everybody's just happy and healthy. My siblings that. are thriving. My parents are doing well. I'm just happy. I love that so yeah. much. I'm happy your family is happy, healthy, thriving. Living, laughing, loving. That's right. Um, All right, give me yours. Good. Thank you. You know, it really took me a second to think of one. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a fucking week. Um, I feel that for you. And not a good one. It has been an absolute horrific week, and it, um, we're halfway through, so that's terrifying. Um, but I did get a new job. Ooh, so, do yeah. tell. Give me the deets. Um, so it's not, I still have my other job, so it's not like, it's I'm like not a part-time quitting. thing? Yeah, kind of. It's not, um, I do just want to preference in case anybody from my work, I fully, I'm not leaving my job. I love my job. I am obsessed with it. It has nothing to do with that. Um, through this healing journey, I did a, um, a health accelerator course with, um, uh, her name is Faith and she runs a program called That Healing Feeling cool. and she basically helps people um, heal from their chronic illnesses just through brain training from helping them find like the best resources um, using food as medicine like all the stuff I'm really into cool. so I went through her program it was incredible it changed my life um, actually made friends from it it was just I learned so much um, and she was hiring for um, a senior sales representative so basically someone to just sort through like all the people who come in through her inbox and like ask for like to be signed up with programs and things like that so um I interviewed I got the job so I'm gonna be um starting with that healing feeling which is so exciting because yes I am like so about the holistic healing space and to get the opportunity now to work in it and yes. like interact with all these people who are like looking to jumpstart their healing journeys I just feel like it's gonna be amazing and I'm so excited and um yeah everybody should go check her out on Instagram or t- TikTok faith at that healing feeling she's amazing so, so yeah i think that's cool so like what you'll probably learn yeah a ton I mean, too yeah right? i would imagine yeah and that's the thing too is i'm so excited just to be in her org and like just to yes. be like network sort of and like yeah, yeah and just talk to her and learn from her like okay i hope she kind of mentors me a little bit um i know she's so busy but it's just, I have so much respect for what she's doing. It's a space I want to be in long term. I don't know what it looks like, but. Yeah, um, it's cool. I'm just so excited. I'm it's a so hobby. Excited. It's a hobby. We were just talking the other day about hobbies. I, I feel mean, like this is a hobby. It's a job. Okay, but, job, yes. But like, I feel like health and wellness is like a hobby. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's like my passion. Holistic healing, health and wellness. Like that is my absolute passion. So I'm really excited to learn more about it. And yeah. That's cool. So. I'm pumped for you. Thank you. 
Okay, so so I think how we like let's like give a little bit of background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Tell our relationships, me kind of. What is your serious relationship dating history? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Tell me. A long list here. Um, just kidding. I okay. So first relationship started at fifteen, and officially like whatever you want to call it ended at uh, twenty four. Okay. Like a few months before my 25th birthday. Okay. Um, so that was about nine and a half years, obviously on and off, whatever, that whole thing. But like nine and a half years primarily. Was it more on than off or more off than on? Just curious. Oh, great question. Um, honestly, it's hard to say because we were on so much in secret. Okay. We were young. You know what I mean? Our families yeah. didn't want us together. So it's like, don't tell anyone we're, we're together oh, kind of a Romeo thing. Oh, and Juliet sitch. Right, right. How cute, right? At the time, we're like, so well, we make it. We're they gonna both make died, it. so not that cute. <laughs> there are cuter things. <laughs> there certainly are. Also, <laughs> I wrote this blog post back in the day when I thought I was going to be a blogger for 45 seconds. Stop. And I wrote about Romeo and Juliet because do you, like, realize, like, how legitimately, like, fucked up that story is? Like, yeah. he was a fucking player. Like, what about Rosalind? Like, he just ditched her, like, the minute Juliet came along. I didn't fucking like that about the story. Wow. I didn't like so many things about it. I'm gonna resurrect it, and I'm gonna have you read it, because it's Let's do just... that. We'll go through Audrey's blog post. Oh my gosh, we could do a dramatic reading of all my old blog posts. Anyways, I'm not trying to get off track. You guys were Romeo and Juliet, so Yes, you yes. High school sweethearts, okay. on and off, nine and a half years finally ended and that's it okay um so and that's bachelor number one that's bachelor number one loren's bachelor number one so mm-hmm. we don't get confused yes and my bachelor number two came along i met him actually while i was still seeing the first guy mm-hmm. um we didn't get together until like it was over or whatever mm-hmm. got with bachelor number two mm-hmm. um we dated for like five or six months mm-hmm. and then broke up for two years, literally two years, oh, broke shit. up on New Year's, ran back into each other two years later on New Year's wow. and then started talking again and like started dating three or four months later and dated again for eight months. Okay, so like um, a little over a year total. Yeah, which when you think about it, his doesn't sound that serious or anything, but it was because we were older and he was in his 30s. Um, I mean, I guess I don't really, to me, time is not really the relevance. It's more about like what the experience was like, but I think anything over a year is relevant and combined time. It was like a year. Yeah. 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 I think for me, it's just like you come from the nine and a half years with going through it and then you get that, you get him and it's like, this is a baby relationship, but it was very serious. You know what I mean? We talk, marriage got brought up, all that stuff. Um, that's bachelor number two. And that actually sums up my dating, my serious dating history. Okay. Um, I mean, that's pretty similar to me. Like, I don't. Let's hear yours. So my bachelor number one, we started dating when I was like 20 or 21. I can't remember. I feel like it was 21. Was it? Okay. Maybe 21. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And then we dated for like three years and I, I met him where I was working at the time, um, different departments, but like we worked together. I was so much, it was so much drama. That was like my baby relationship. Yeah. We all have that. Um, we all have one. And then, um, currently. Were were you guys on for all three years? Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, The whole time. Um, and then, yeah, we never had like any kind of. Break up or like random, like we need space. No, never. That's cool. That's so interesting. That is. I mean, that's actually refreshing to hear because I feel like everyone's like, you know, then we took the six month break. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's my next one for (laughs) sure. (laughs) My next one I started dating when I moved up to Phoenix. Actually was the first person I met like in Phoenix before I even moved to Phoenix. But like was like my first interaction up here. Um, We started dating when I was like 25 and it's been collectively like three years we did take like a six month break um and you know things are kind of rolling to an end between us um yeah a beauty in the butt exclusive (laughs) i don't know why i'm laughing i didn't think you were gonna bring that up i'm uncomfortable we've got to say it because you know just keep it real it's true on the podcast um yeah things are kind of coming to a close on that chapter of my life, but um, that's okay. You know, we'll 
You're gonna make it. I'm gonna be. You're fair. gonna make it. We all do. We've all been like no, you know. We all go through. No, no harsh feelings. You know, it's it's okay. Um, yes. But yeah. So, but about three years okay. collective time. About three and a half years timeline. Okay. Um, but we did take six months off, like no contact. And so, I let's ask. I wanted to just ask this too. Like, would you say you've been in love with both of them? You oh, were in love. With yeah, yeah, both yeah. Of them. Absolutely. Hundred percent. Yeah. Very hundred percent. Like head over heels in love. With both. Same. I would. Yeah, I would say they were the only two guys I've truly like loved. loved. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I Hence guess the episode to all the boys we've ever to loved. To all the boys we love. All four of you. Hey. <laughs> I don't. You know what's so funny is I wonder if even like one of them will hear this. I don't, I don't, I would doubt if either of mine hear it. I'm not going to, I'm just not going to think about that. I don't want to. <laughs> I actually um, don't want to know and I'm, I'm praying to God they don't. I mean, I wouldn't be mad, but like, I don't. Yeah, no, it's I'm cool. like, no, no, no. Um, okay. So let's talk like, I w- let's do like our key takeaways. Like we each have like, have a couple things in mind, like yeah. big lessons we learned um, I, I can go first. Yeah. I think one of my it. biggest lessons I learned is that you have to protect your self-worth above everything else. Because, like, there are people, I'm not going to say all men. Right. Because that's, you, you know. You can't group you, them all. You can't group them all together. Yeah. But there are some men that will try and, like, get you at, like, a discounted rate. They will try and diminish your self-worth into able to justify how they are treating you. Yes. And so you have to be, like, firm in your self-worth of, like, no, I don't deserve that. I deserve this. I don't, like, I'm not going to accept that. And that's hard. That is so hard to do. It is hard, especially with if you're dating someone who's kind of toxic or who is just unhealthy at all. And they're, like, they're so, they can gaslight you. Oh, hell yeah. So easily or just make you feel, like, make you start questioning yourself, like, am I expecting too much? Literally. Is it me? Am I the drama? Am I the drama? You know what I mean? But like, it's truly, like, they're so good. Some, not all, are really good at being, like, at making you question, like, do I really not deserve this? Maybe I am asking too much for, like, a text saying I love you, good night. Like, God, the audacity. <laughs> no, like, I, I, I feel that way, too. It's, like, you kind of have to... It's weird. Like, you almost have to put so much thought into a relationship beforehand to kind of know. I have learned this is a, a part. It's an A to mm-hmm. this, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to know your non-negotiables. I have probably, after this last relationship, I know now more than ever what my non-negotiables are. But you know what sucks about that? What? Like, because I totally agree, is that, unfortunately, it takes actually dating and having like romantic relationships to learn those non-negotiables. I don't feel like any girl just goes in or even any guy goes into their very first relationship thinking like, I know exactly what my non-negotiables are. You've never dated anyone to figure it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's true. So it sucks because unfortunately we all have to go through some degree of like heartbreak and shit like that to figure out what your non-negotiables are. That was just like kind of piggybacking yeah. off what you said, but I completely agree. Like, yeah, no, you're right though. You it, do. It, it does suck it's because up. there's no way to avoid. It's the a lose lose. Yeah, yeah. You just you gotta lose. That's, I always wonder. I always wonder this because I know people like that they marry like straight out of high school or like they dated that person in high school. Like I know My tons sister. of people. Yeah, your sister or we have that other friend of ours, her and her husband. Yeah, and I'm like, the, you guys must be like such flexible like fluid people because they literally had to learn each other through every stage of life and they figured out how to like adapt and mold to the people they were becoming i'm like wow i don't think i could do that am i the drama you might be the drama no i I might be the problem i do think that's like that's like you're they're the exception yeah you're right they're the exception you know those high school sweetheart ones but like too i'd love to hear what their marriages not that i wish anything bad on them but i'd love to hear what their marriages are like now like like does a piece of you you know wish you would have tried to date before like i'm not saying you're unhappy in your marriage but is there a part of you that looks back and thinks dang i wish i would have like Try to see what else is out there. Like, what are your struggles? Because, I mean, there's got to be different struggles for high school sweethearts than there are oh, for sure. people who've dated and, like, get married in their later 30s or, like, later 20s. For sure. I also think they probably hear people's dating horror stories and think, oh, We're absolutely so not. Like, um, which I don't blame them. I don't either. I wish I was them. Dating is hard. Um, I'm not looking forward to it. 
I'm not looking forward to it at all. Um, yeah. Okay. So that's mine. What's okay. give me one of yours? Okay. So this might actually sound kind of not weird. It's just definitely different. I really learned a lot through like the mostly through the first through Bachelor Number One. I really learned how to respect a guy and the importance of, like, respecting your man. Okay. I know. Different take, right? But that was a huge takeaway for me because I I can't picture you being disrespectful. So that's more of where my Mm. surprise is coming from versus... Because I agree. You should definitely respect your partner. It's very, very important. Yeah. I mean, we got together at 15. So Mm -hmm. at 15, it was more like friends and, like, I'm very competitive. So we would compete a lot uh, more more me than him. Like, I... Silly example, but just as an example, like in high school, we, um, he joined the cross country team with me mm-hmm. and I didn't want him to cause that was my thing, my space, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, he joined. And so first day of practice, I was like, all right, in front of all of his friends too, mind you, actually, this was the day pra- of practice, but we were at lunch and I told him in front of all his friends, I was like, let's go practice. Like I'm going to beat you. And mm-hmm. like the run today was a three mile run. And in front of all of his friends, all of his friends were like, oh, dude, like, are you going to let this happen? Long, actually, he beat me. So there's that. He ended up beating me, barely, might I add, but still beat me. You're not bitter or anything. No, not at all. I still think about it. No, I'm just kidding. But he, I went home and my mom was just like, you can't, you can't do something like that to a guy. That's very demeaning. And that was just one thing. And obviously we were in high school, but even as adults, I... Because I think we took so many of our childish behaviors into, like, our, like, the 20s part of our relationship, I, there was a lot of, like, things that I did that were disrespectful without me even realizing it. No, I get you. Because it's, like, in high school, it's just a run, but, like, I know a couple who, like, they constantly, like, compete over who's making more money and, like... If she's making more money, she, like, emasculates him over it. Yeah. And it's like, dude, come on. Like, right. what what does that do for anybody? Like, who who is that helping? Who's winning in that scenario? Like, right. so I get what you mean. It, like, because those type of behaviors, if you don't, like, catch them early, they become, like, you making, you feeling comfortable making your partner look less than. Yeah. And I just think it's so important to, like, build your man up. Yeah. Because, like, respecting your man means that naturally he's going to respect you and just treat you that much better better yeah like yeah I just think there's a lot to be said about respect and that's something I just didn't do very well as like a young well it's very self-aware of you how self-aware I try I try none of my reasons are (laughs) self-aware okay well my next ones are like different but that was just something that truly stuck with me after bachelor number one don't be all like heartbone like over here like (laughs) um my next one is probably Love is just not enough. Like, it's just not. Uh, okay, the amount that I feel that right now is just, I've, I, I'm overwhelmed. Yeah, I told, it's, bruh. I really wish, like, we could really enforce this on girls and guys. Well, I think more girls. Because yeah. I think girls are more the ones that we allow ourselves to commit. Because there so many things have to fall in line for somebody to be the person who's your forever and it you know love is such a minimal part of it it's like there has to be strong communication there has to be like similar morals similar lifestyle choices there has to be good sexual connection there has to be like so many things have to come together for you to be able to share your life with somebody and even if just one of those areas is off in a major way it's not gonna work right but I feel like for whatever reason like we still try to convince ourselves it's like oh but I love him so much like I love him so much we'll just work it out it's like no you won't no No, you won't you are in fact it will get worse it will get worse this is totally a side note. Somebody told me this once. Or actually, I think my dad told me this. Like, this is the nicest they will ever treat you. Like, when you are dating somebody, it is the best. They are on their absolute best yes. behavior. It will never get better than when you are dating. So, it's like, if you have major doubts. And that was kind of, like, what happened in this last relationship. And us this kind of, like, coming to a close is, like, there's there's been some major issues and I'm like we're dating you know what I mean right and we're having major issues that we can't figure out right now like 
this is the easy stuff. It should like, be. It should be. Right. And we can't get past these things now. Like, they're not going to work them. Like, a marriage license doesn't isn't a magic wand that works out all your problems. Yeah. So it's like, if, if you are seeing um, alarming behavior in a dating phase, mm-hmm. it's not going to get better. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why I laugh. It's just because it's like, it's so true. Laugh in my pain. It's so, it's just so true. Like, it's, but it's, it's wild to me. And that's where I think too, it kind of ties back into like knowing your, like, knowing your worth. Right. Because like, if you don't know it, you'll just stick around. But we've all been there. Right. I mean, I stuck around for both and I shouldn't have. Both relationships, I was like, mm mm we are going to make this work. I think that's the other thing, too. You can't, like, assume that they are going to change. No. no or, no, no. like, go into it thinking, you see the potential and you think, not right now, but he will change. Right. You 100%. cannot love no. someone's potential. No, you cannot. You have to every day be like, at this person, at this moment in time. Can I marry them can today? Can I marry them if they never changed one thing about themselves? And if you can't, honest to God, say yes and I could be happy for the rest of my life, out. run. Get out run get call your girls say look you know what be there for me i'm about to we're breaking up this is it yeah and pray those friends answer the phone okay you know what i missed one call and it was two i'm sorry (laughs) you're right it was two conveniently you just didn't have your phone the one day i said have your phone um it's totally fine just me myself and i had a panic attack it's totally fine i'm so sorry um but yeah, no, we have like, that's such a good point. You always have to assume people can change. My mom literally just told me this like a day ago. People can change, but it is so fucking hard that people rarely do. Right. But can they? For sure. But you've got to, I can honestly say I'm not the same person I was a year ago. I have changed so much. The amount of fucking therapy and shit I had to go through to change, wouldn't wish it on anyone. Right. I mean,. I've got my life coach who I've had for two years, but like putting in work to really work on yourself and change like your character Mm -hmm. or like something on a very deep level, it not just like your day-to-day routines. Okay. Those aren't like at surface level, but yeah, really changing who you are at your core is hard work and it's ugly and it's not pretty. It's so ugly. And I feel like with guys... I guess, like, women, we just, like, romanticize about everything. And that's normal. But, like, we get caught up on what they say and not what they do. And as soon as they say, like, nah, I'm different. Oh, I'm going to do this and this for you. It's, like, I feel like we just fall into the trap of, like, oh, yeah, yeah, he said it. He's going to do it. And then you're with him for four months and he hasn't done it. And you're, like, wait. That's odd. Or what's worse is they do it, like, one time, and then for the next six months, you're like, well, he did it once. He yeah. could do it again. He could do it again. Or, like, am I being, like, spoiled or stupid by expecting yeah. him to do it again? He was nice to me one time. Like, was that enough? Like, no. Immediately, it was not enough. It was, it was not was enough. enough. He, I was, like, I was talking to a friend of mine, and I was like, yeah, you know, like, I started to realize there was an issue when I got so emotional and so excited over behavior that should have been the routine. Just an expectation. Yeah. It was just, or like, that's the standard. Yeah, because let's face it, these days, the bar is in hell. Mm-hmm. The bar is in the Earth's interior crust. Like, <laughs> we are not setting the bar anymore. And no. unfortunately, the word's out. Like, they know it. And so it's like, we have to kind of reestablish some standards i'm not saying like outlandish ones but like basic stuff that's what i'm saying non-negotiables like we have to have non-negotiables of no i'm not gonna accept that and it's okay it's okay to say no it's okay to not accept it it's okay to like look at them and be like this i do not receive that and walk away like it's okay to walk away especially in the beginning as soon as you see those red flags like recognize them acknowledge them and do what you need and, like, decide right then. Like, yeah, can I stay with this? Yeah. Could I marry him today? No? Okay. Get to step in. Like, start walking. And if you're ever at a point where you're just, like, sticking around, being like, it it, it'll, it could get better, like, really, really just self-evaluate that. Like, really. Why is it so hard, though? I don't know. Like, why is it? I haven't figured like, that out yet. Because I, <laughs> I feel like I stayed, especially for with the first guy, I just was like, no, it's. 
after multiple, like, I mean, hundreds of signs, I was like, no, it will get better. Like, we will get married. It will work. I think we just, like, us girls do not give up. Like, we just don't give up. We're relentless. We are fucking relentless. Which I love, but also hate. I love and hate it for us. But we just so badly believe that we, like, can turn things around. We can fix things. Things will get better. Like, I don't know what it is about us girls, but we are just, we are fighters. And it's just so not worth fighting for sometimes. Agreed. Yeah, you kind of got to know. I think that's what's, like, not the beauty of it all, but, like, as you get older, yeah, that's when you learn. Like, now I can say, I can honestly say, I know immediately, like, right away, if this is going to be something I'm interested in or, like, want to pursue. And I'm so quick to be like, no. Maybe too quick, but... Um, I would say I wouldn't wear that like such a badge of honor because my Um, personal opinion, I'm not trying to call you out, is you do disqualify people a little quickly at times, not always. Well, we're giving them all second dates, right? Like I'm doing that. But yeah, I I do. And I'm learning, yeah, it's something I need to work through because maybe I have a wall up there, but... But on the flip side, I totally don't, don't, I let people stay far longer than they should. So uh, there's a a bad side to it too. So I'm not totally calling you out. No, no. Plus I did that for so long with both guys. Like keep, keep in mind, 28, I've dated two guys over the course of like 13 years. Uh, So what does that say about me? I've definitely let them go on for a little too long. You know, I was the queen of second chances and getting back with both of them. So right. now I just, yeah, now it's I just like, I'm so against all of that. <laughs> you know, it's cool. We all, we all have to like, we all learn in our own time. So it's cool. You're learning. Am I? And you're growing. Yes. Um, I'm going to hit you with my next one. Yeah, yeah, please. This is definitely like personal too, like self growth, okay. but whatever. Okay. Um, I learned a lot about, like, what self-respect means to me and how important it is to me. Okay. And just, like, what it looks like to me. Okay. Mostly from the second relationship, actually, from Bachelor Number 2. Okay. He just... We just... Honestly, I look back at that one and I'm just like, how did we... Like, how did I even date you the first time? Because we just didn't see eye to eye on anything. Mm-hmm. And he was constantly making me feel some type of way about, like... Not liking the fact that he was friends with, like, a million women. He made you um, question yourself a lot. Gaslighted me big time. Oh, we love a gaslighter. Yeah. And in, in those, like, moments, I was, like, really disrespecting myself. I wasn't honoring myself by staying or, like, by by looking at him and thinking, like, okay, you're right. You're right. I, I This is an issue. I have the issue here by having an issue with you having all these female friends. I was looking up the definition of gaslighting. I was not ignoring you. Because I think it's really important to clarify. Is it is a specific type of manipulation where the manipulator is trying to get somebody else to question their own reality and perceptions. And I think that's important because I think sometimes in this culture we've gotten a little bit like just because someone disagrees with you doesn't mean they're gaslighting you. No. But exactly what you're saying is like because most girls would not be okay with their boyfriend having several really close-knit girlfriends that he prioritizes over you. Right. Which is exactly and that that is the because the perception the perception is reality. The perception is there is something going on here. There's something not cool about this. Most females, not all, most females would not be okay with that. So by him like making you feel bad about that, that is gaslighting. Right. So 100%. I just wanted to clarify because sometimes it makes me mad and people are like, yeah, and then he told me that, you know, um, I, I couldn't cheat do, on him. I couldn't do that. And it was just, he gaslit me. It's like, okay, disagreement You're is not gaslighting. not using that in the right context. But yeah. so that's why I just wanted to clarify because that is like textbook gaslighting. gaslighting. Yeah. Yes. So, I've just learned through a lot of time and work on myself that I was out of integrity with myself in those moments of after having a conversation and saying like, hey, you know, I'm not comfortable with you being friends with her and him getting mad about it. Mm-hmm. I still stayed. That's where I was out of integrity with me and right. not respecting myself and my boundaries. And I stayed and it was so fucking hard and uncomfortable and I was sad all the time. Well, and then also... What does that teach him? That you're not right. going to hold firm. Well, then I'm not going to go anywhere, yeah. Yeah, you're, you can treat me like shit, and I'm not going to do anything about it. Right. And unfortunately, there are men out there who take that and absolutely run with it. 
They're like, right. oh, bet. Like, what else can I get away with? Yeah, exactly. So that's huge. It learns, like, because that that also teaches you a lot of, um, it's like you're rebuilding trust with yourself. Yes. Because now when you see something that alarms you or makes you feel bad or makes you feel some type of way, you shut it down. And so you know you can trust yourself. Right. Which might be why I shut things down so quickly with everyone. That makes more sense. Yeah. That makes I, a lot of sense. I haven't always... I, I don't even fully trust myself now. Like, I'm still working on that. That I'm going to make the best decision for me. Right. So, that's a big reason why I'm quick to shut things down, too. Because it's like, ah, I see, like, tiny red flags here. We're just going to call it. I don't want to, like, I don't even want to get into this with you. So, that is a big reason why I don't let guys close, really, at all now. Or, like, you know, we go on the first date. And I'm just like, I saw two things I didn't like. Done. Yeah, because you're, it's like you're almost, like, being... I know I overly this cautious way. more from bachelor number one when I came out of my bachelor number one when I came out of that relationship I was terrified of ever feeling trapped again because I felt so trapped with him that anytime I saw anything remotely like alarming from a guy I was like nope 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 because I'm gonna end up trapped by you yeah like, and so I feel like that. I I get it because you you go into um like you overcompensate because mm-hmm. you never want to be in the position to feel that way again. Yes, exactly. Exactly. You hit the nail on the head there. I feel you, sister. I feel you. Okay, let's roll into your number three. My number three is probably my favorite. <laughs> um, because it's about I'm a big believer in your spirit and your gut and you know what you know. So my number three is if something doesn't feel right, it's probably not right. Oof. And I love that. That is purely dedicated to my bachelor number one <laughs> because he um, he was really good at, I, mean, I guess he was gaslighting me too, actually. Um, I never <laughs> thought about it until I just read that definition. But he was really good at making me feel crazy for stuff I knew I wasn't crazy about. Like, he was very, like, he had a very, like, wandering eye and flirtatious personality. And he would, like, be Snapchatting other girls or, like, like kind of telling other girls, like, things to kind of, like, lead them on. And I knew it was happening. And I would try and call him on it. And he would just be like, you're crazy. That's your own insecurity talking. This is mm. that. And I was like, um, okay, like, no, it's not. But he really, really was good at making me think that it was all in my head. It wasn't happening. And it's so funny because the minute we broke up, it was like everywhere how he was hooking up with these girls. Like that, yeah. that once he had been like, oh, it's, you're just crazy. It's in your mind. So it's funny to me. But the whole time my gut was telling me something is not right. And I, and it wasn't right. So it's like, I wish I had trusted that intuition more. And like your body and your gut will tell you when something's off. They will. And I just, I, yeah, I feel like you can't stress that enough. Yeah. Because we, I, I did it too. Mostly with Bachelor number one too. He like, there was just so much in that, like so much packed into that relationship that I saw. There really is. Yeah. With that one. But there are so many things I saw and so many times my gut was just telling me like this, this is, it's got to go. You got to end it. You got to like, he's doing this or he's done this. And I, I just, I shoved it down. But that's also then where the anxiety came in. Cause like I was always then paranoid and nervous. Cause like I knew something was happening, but I wasn't acknowledging it. And so I was like a nervous wreck all the time. Like, I mean, I was anxiety like ridden for years just I was a nervous wreck I wasn't fun to be around oh yeah I feel that I think it's so important unfortunately that one too is like I think you just learn over time to trust your gut I don't think people I don't think there's like enough importance put on it or like enough emphasis put on trusting your gut like everyone says it just trust your gut it's like you really got to practice doing it for one and two like it's it's hard to do so it's like I guess I think it's a bigger deal than people make it out to be. Yeah, and it's also, too, because it's really hard to trust your heart and your mind sometimes. Like, really, really hard. Or is it hard to know the difference? It's hard to know the difference. And it's hard... What is... What is... There's that saying, like, your heart... Something... Uh, I don't know. There, okay? Like, That's cool. There's yeah. something that says about being careful about trusting your mind and your heart. But it's more like that woman's intuition. There is that gut feeling, you know? like, And it's like a pit in your stomach... And that's kind of, again, what happened in this most recent relationship is I just kind of had this pit for, like, a while. 
And I was like, this is just something's not right here. Yeah. And it's like, I've learned now more than ever, like, that you have to be really, you have to be really careful. You know, yeah. you have to be really careful when you ignore that feeling because it only gets stronger. It doesn't, you know, and that that's my experience because I was trying to convince myself, like, oh, it's not a gut feeling. It's not a gut feeling. Like, I'm just... I'm, like, being, like, I just have anxiety about things in my head, so I'm blowing it up. But then the more it continued on and the more that gut feeling grew and grew and grew, I was like, no, like, something's not right here. Mm -hmm. Like, my spirit is telling me that something is off. Mm -hmm. And I I am really learning to honor that more. Good for you. That's huge. That's big. Big, big. That is big. (laughs) It is big, big. Um, What's your third? My third... So this one, I think, is a takeaway from both. After the Bachelor number two, I had known I needed to work on and, like, really self-reflect and work on myself after Bachelor number one, but, like, I just wasn't ready and wasn't in a place to. Right. You know, I was 24. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. But then after Bachelor number two, I had, I went through, like, this, a few months of, you know, self pity I just wallowed in my own self-pity for a while. I love it. Yeah. I was really feeling bad for myself, like... For many reasons. Um, and then that's when... And I mean, I was just a shitty person to be around, I think, for a while there. Okay, um, yeah. Just sad, mad, whatever. And I was really... I had a very big conversation with my youngest sister. Mm-hmm. And I talked about this, I think, back in like our very first episode. She kind of... She gave me the wake-up call I needed. Just like told me. She's like, you are in this like pit of self-pity. Just feeling bad for yourself. Basically, that I'm not enjoyable to be around. And it was just the wake-up call I needed. And from that, and then obviously my past relationships, it just challenged me to really, like, self-reflect and work on myself. And I didn't even know how to start. So I, you know, took the bull by the horns, if you will. I got a life coach who is actually a close, like, friend of a family member. Um... I had one meeting with her and I was just like sold like so I've been working with her for two years and from that I've really learned like I've learned what my values are Mm -hmm. which then stems into what my non-negotiables are Mm -hmm. in relationships and that even means friendships too right but I'm like I have to say and I don't say this much about myself but I'm very proud oh my god I'm so happy to hear you say that yeah, I'm very proud of just how far I've come, I think, in the last year and a half, two years, mm-hmm. in terms of knowing truly, like, what my values are, because that also then stems into what my what my worth is. Like, I know my worth. I know my values, and these are things that I just, like, won't negotiate. I won't, like, I won't accept anything less if you and I aren't on the same page. Obviously, everyone's values are a little different, right? Like, right. you might value connection more than I do. I might value um, loyalty or something, you know. But, like, it's so important that the other person understands your values. But had you asked me at 24 if I knew what my values were, I'd be like, I mean, like, please don't cheat on me. Like, you know what I mean? Right. But now I, yeah, I have, like, a very firm and solid understanding of what those are. That's huge. Yeah. So uh, what I'm hearing is your number three is how important it is to, like, learn yourself. Yeah. What you get out of these relationships. If you can. If you're capable, I understand some people, you know, they like to go jump from relationship to relationship. Everyone's a little different in that way. Mm-hmm. I've never been like that. I have to heal before I can get at anything. It's just, like, doesn't feel natural for me not to. Right. Um, and I take a long time. I swear I move like a turtle to heal f- over these relationships. Okay. There is no timeline on yeah. healing. Very true. Um, so yeah, the last few years I've really like just dove into myself. I love that. Yeah, it's been like the best experience. Truly. There's gotta be a lot of peace in that too, I imagine. Yeah, I mean I just feel I feel very confident about where I'm at, like today. And I think too that's why I'm also just not like rushing to try to get into anything with anyone. Cause I know and I told you this, I feel like I've told you this many times, I have like a hundred percent confidence that like there is someone out there for me. Mm-hmm. The right guy is out there. It just hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. He's out there for... I love that you have that confidence. 
confidence. I, I don't have it have, for all my girls. I don't have that confidence in my life, but I when every time you he, I hear you say it, I'm like, I love that, and I want to grow that confidence. Well, but, while you don't have it, I have it for you. Oh, my God, stop. That's so sweet. Yeah. That would be the one that makes me cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I think is, that's probably my favorite thing about our friendship, not that that is at all what this episode is about, but I feel like you've very consistently in my life when I have, like, doubted myself or doubted my, like, circumstances or doubted, like, my future, like, you've always, like, stood in the gap for me. And, like... I got you. I value that more than you probably will ever know or understand. That's <laughs> um, so friends are for. I know coming out of this relationship, it's going to be my time to do that healing, self-reflecting. I'll be very transparent. It's what I'm looking forward to the absolute least. Yeah. Because it's lonely. It is. It's ugly. It's lonely. It's painful. But it is where the work happens. And it's where the magic happens. Because you come out the other side, this better version of yourself. I truly, truly believe that after these ugly, hard, painful relationships, you... Like, a new, like, layer of you is peeled back to your most, like, beautiful, highest self. I agree. I think, in a way, you come, you become the person you didn't even know, like, you needed or didn't know you could be. Like, yeah, I really feel like I'm finally the person that I always wanted to be. I think I'm finally, like, the older sister I always wanted to be. Right. I think I'm really stepping into the friend I always wished I could have been. Right. And daughter. Um, and auntie, like just all of it. Like, I think I'm finally stepping into myself. Right. You know? I love that. That makes me so happy. I'm excited for you too. Like, I'll get there. Yeah. And and like, I think you're already like more there than you realize too. But. Yeah. I just, I just struggle because it feels like. This is the part of like things that I want to be really real about because I'm sure that. People could look at our Instagrams or, like, like anything and just be like, oh, you know, like, these girls <laughs> have got it all, you know? But it's like, I really want to emphasize that sometimes it gets really hard because it feels like this is where I'll cry. That's okay. You're going to make me cry. I feel like sometimes it's really hard because, like, the things that I want most in my life are exactly what's missing from it. Like, mm. I really, I want to be a wife and I want to be a mom. And it's like you see that happening for people around you and it's almost impossible to not question yourself and not question yourself worthy. You look back at these relationships and you wonder, was there something I could have done to have made those work? Was I in my own way? Like, did I miss my chance? But I think like reflecting like we're doing right now is really important because you have to remember that like, you know, for whatever reasons, these weren't the best relationships for us. And you said it to me right when I came to you about my relationship ending. You said you've got to close your, your... What did you say about... I, you you have to, like... I feel like God is presenting something to you where you, like... He's trying to help you close this door so that others will open. And I think yeah. as long as you stay in a relationship that's not serving you in any way, I don't care if it's a romantic one or, like, a friendship or right, anything, right. you are keeping doors closed. And my, my parents, my family told me this over and over again. The longer I stayed with bachelor number one or two, the longer I'm keeping, like, potential other door, like, I'm keeping this door closed or other doors closed. That Yeah, it's like you're you know blocking I mean? your own blessings. You are. You're blocking your own growth and success and, like... Right. And I don't mean, like, success financially, but you know what I mean? Like, right. success and, like moving forward with your life right and you're choosing to stay in this little room when there's like if you could get out of that little room and see the four doors that are opening to much bigger rooms right you know what i mean i yeah i do believe that like you're holding you're holding yourself back from all of like your greatness not to say that you're not great already i'm great lauren mm, you're so great no you're truly so great you are. No, no, you're right. No, I totally respect and receive everything you're saying. And it's just like, I totally get it. I just have to get to believing it. And like, that's like the word. That's the hardest part. Yeah. Like, it'll take time, but I'll get there. I know I will. Yeah. You're like literally, yeah. You're entering the hardest part of it all. Well, let's do my favorite part of this. T- Bachelor 1 and 2, what would you, if you could just one more time. Oh, god. What would you say to them? Oh, my gosh. So I tried to tried to think about this through this whole like through our whole like sitting here this whole conversation um honestly (laughs) 
I'll fully trans- this is probably where I'm gonna cry. Oh my god, don't. Well, you can, I just. So. <laughs> I think, like, this is where you have to say Loren's crying. Loren <laughs> is kidding. about to cry, everyone. <laughs> just um, I think for Bachelor number one, I'll be totally transparent yeah. here. It would be really weird to see him now. Right. It would be hard. Yeah. Actually. But I'm not, not because I'm like, um, mad. Right. Or, or, or sad really. It's just, I guess that doesn't make sense. Why would it be hard if it's not sad? It's just, it would just, it's still kind of fresh. It's only been four years. Right. (laughs) Which is kind of fresh. Like, it's only been half a decade, people. It's only been four years, but like, you think 15 to 24. It's a really important year. Yes, yeah. and then you know, so we were best friends. Like right. he, he was not just my boyfriend; he was my best. He was my bestie. Right. He knew everything. Like I think right. he's done those things people don't know now. But I think for him, I would just, if I saw him today, mm-hmm. honestly, I think I'd just be like, I hope you're doing well. Yeah. I hope you're doing well. I don't. With him, for some reason, I was angry for a very long time, but the ill will, all that's gone. With him, I just truly hope he's happy. Um, because I realized we were children. We had a very childlike relationship. I was mad, though, for a long time. Don't get me wrong. I hated the guy for a minute. Right. Especially with how everything happened after we broke up. It was... And ended. You know what I mean? He moved on so quickly, it seemed. So with him, I would just say, like, I hope you're doing well. Like, I'm... I hope you're thriving. Whatever. Second one? (laughs) I have words for that man. (laughs) For that guy, honestly, I would just be like, I just don't... Like... Or you, I feel like I know how it would go if we ran into each other at the grocery store or something. And I just feel like that's so... If you were to be like, hey, how are you? I'd be like, I'm doing really well. How are you? Good. Okay, good. Nice. Great. I don't really care. Like, yeah, glad. I mean, I'd love to say fuck you. And I hope, like... Yeah. Are you still with the girl that you, like, said you couldn't be with? They're like... Tell me not to worry about. Okay. How is she? Yeah. I actually don't care. Um, Honestly, yeah. He just, like, makes me angry. Right. Because I think he's a grown-ass man, and the way he handled our relationship was really poor. But it's cool. I'm not... Honestly, like, I don't wish... With him, too, I don't really care. But if I were to see him, I wouldn't care. Like, nothing would phase me, like, quite like the first one. Because the first one was my first love. Right. No, that makes sense. You know? All right. Um, Let's hear it, girl. Mine... I'll start with my number two, because my number two is, like, your number one. I think I would just thank him... Because he was with me through some very, very dark shit. Like, yeah. he, he was there when my dad died. He, I credit him so much for helping me get through that. And he was there when I was sick for parts of it, not all of it, but really did stand by me through some horrible, horrible stuff. So I would, I would be grateful for that because I think that, you know, he deserves credit for that. And I would just tell him, you know, like, Please heal the parts of yourself that you can because I think underneath that is like a truly incredible person. But I think you've got some work to do on the parts of you that are very hurtful like to other people. But I do think there's a good heart there and I think that there is a good man there. Um, My number one. (laughs) I would tell him what the fuck is wrong with you. Um, you are a not nice person. You are very mean and very cruel for absolutely no fucking reason. Um, and you have fucking issues. And I think he's engaged now or something. And I would tell him, I really hope you're nicer to her. Like, for her Mm. sake, I really hope you treat her better. Because you were just a nasty little son of a bitch for no reason. And (laughs) I don't get that. Like... I just don't get it. Um, but, yeah, like, for her sake, I really hope you're a better person now because I saw a picture of her and she looks adorable and she doesn't fucking deserve that if you're not. Yeah. So. You know what? Actually, can I, like, tack on to what sure. I was saying to Bachelor? Sure. I think I would, like, say something like that to Bachelor number one. Because as much as, like, that relationship meant a lot to me, blah, 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 there are some things that I'm like, bro, toxic AF. Oh, absolutely fucking toxic. Right. We all know this. Anyone that knows me very well knows. Right. Like, I hope he treats his now wife, like, you know, better. I can only hope. And that's the uh, thing. It's like, I I hope for these girls' sake. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I have no ill will against these girls. Absolutely not. All I hope is they're better for you. 
Like, that is literally my only wish is that no part of me is like, oh, you... Because I heard some girls say, like, oh, well, you know, he's going to get, like, she got a better version. I absolutely fucking hope she got a better version. Because if not, you're fucked. Because if not, you poor thing. For the rest of your life, you're married to that man. Literally. And he is, yeah. And that ain't it, sis. That ain't it. It just sucks for you. Um, so no, that is truly what I wish all of these men is just be better for the next ones. Yeah. To all the boys we've ever loved, be better for the next ones. Amen. Okay? Because we're out here trying to be better for the next. Heal that trauma. It ain't cute. It ain't cute. It ain't attractive. And we are absolutely trying to be better for the next. Oh, 100%. I want to be like, yeah, I'm just, I'm ready. I am ready for the next. PSA. (laughs) Lorenz ready. Uh, DMs are open. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, I am. I'm like, I'm excited for what's to come, truly, in terms of our relationships. Well, I feel lighter after this episode. Honestly, this was healing. Okay, I was going to say that. I feel like it was kind of gave me some closure. Oh my God, I love that for you. Yeah. And I love that too, because I don't feel like closure has anything to do with the other person. I truly feel like it closure, has on your own. closure is an inside job. It is, 100%. And I feel like too, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm, I've, Closure, things are, I'm good. You know what I mean? I feel like, but but this, for some reason, talking about it and, like, documenting it, putting it on the pod. Just putting it on the pod. We're putting it behind us now. Yeah. It's almost like, I saw this thing the other day and it was, it hit me so hard and it said, go back and laugh where you've cried. And I feel like this was like that. Like, we were able to go back. It's like opening a scrapbook. Yes. And like, all right. Yeah, you kind of, like, talk through the memories a little. And now we're closing the book. And we're starting a new one. A and new chapter. You'll still probably hear about some of the toxic Oh, absolutely. You're definitely going to hear about these men probably <laughs> more again. But, like, yeah, I definitely feel like this eased the pain a little For bit. Sure. For, For sure. For sure. Especially since mine is so damn fresh. I Jeez. mean, that's, yeah, like, very fresh. Like, hours. That's <laughs> just fresh. <laughs> Sorry. Um, well, this was it for us this week. Um concludes this concludes please go to our social medias we are on instagram at beauty and the bod we have our first guest coming up at j lifestyle we are so so excited we're going to be periodically posting at least once more a question box for him we got some good very funny questions um last time some interesting ones too some we weren't expecting some i didn't understand some i didn't fully understand but we're still gonna ask them also submit questions if you guys have questions and you miss the question box yeah just dm again but throw it in a dm because like coming from the guest himself he wants this to be a juicy episode so we're gonna do our best to make it juicy probably a little explicit it's gonna be a good one it's going to be a very good one. So go find us on Instagram and go ahead and um, follow us and keep an eye out for that box. Yeah, like, what do I always say? Like, follow, subscribe, share. If there's a Just button, click it. Click it. If you want to leave a review, you know the drill. Just say something nice. <laughs> but be really nice right now because I'm really fragile, okay? <laughs> All right, till next time. Bye.